Hello and welcome to your favourite teacher. I'm Miss Shaw and today is our final episode in our Managing Money podcast series with the wonderful Laura Moore. This episode is all about how to handle peer pressure when it comes to buying the latest things and also the importance of saving if you are thinking about going to uni. Enjoy! peer pressure thing that teenagers are, are under in terms of in, Instagram is a massive or TikTok whatever it is these days is a massive <laughs> part of of teenagers lives and seeing your favorite influencer with certain clothes and stuff like that I mean partly it's good because a lot of influencers at the moment they don't seem to be kind of promoting things that are really expensive if yeah. that makes sense like they've all got yeah deals with like pretty little thing or boohoo and and stuff like that where it is actually fairly cheap but that kind of causes this Instagram debt that we were kind of talking about so how or what advice would you give teenagers that are kind of feeling a little bit peer pressured to have certain things just because an influencer has it or their friends have it and how do they kind of navigate that? Yeah it is a really hard one because everybody who's been a teenager you know everybody goes through it and adults go through it too you know with because as you get older and you get a better job and you get more money people are just buying more expensive things and you're it, it you're always under like you say this pressure to have nice things and keep up with the latest trends and there's a range of things that you can do but it does all come down to kind of mindset towards what you want as an individual but with social media it is hard you're going to scroll you're going to see adverts you can't ignore them and it's not to say that you should just ignore them all and buy nothing because there are going to be certain things that you're like oh no I do really want this or I do really need this but you have to find the balance between what you give into and that will take time there's you know everybody has different ways of handling it but that's why it's so good to have savings goals because you actually have an not an excuse but a reason to say to yourself to your friends or to you know whoever to say no I don't want this thing right now because I'm actually aiming to have this in the future takes a lot obviously a lot of confidence especially if you know your group of friends you don't really talk about money um which is another reason why I'm I'm such a big advocate for opening up the conversation about money because I've had a lot of conversations with people who say who who they ended up in a lot of really bad debt and they said you know I just I was wasn't really talking about money I was just really trying to keep up with all the latest trends and all the latest you know everything because they weren't talking about it, they were just kind of like suffering in silence a little bit and they just found themselves in a really bad position. But the more we can talk openly about it, there are times where I've had to say to my friends before, guys, I'm really sorry, I can't really afford to come out tonight or I can't really afford to join in on this because I'm trying to save to do X, Y and Z. Hopefully, you know, there's going to be times and it if you think about it, if somebody said that to you, you'd go, oh, wow, that's okay. Yeah, understandable. And hopefully that we can start to get this culture where it becomes more acceptable to be honest with our money and say when we can't afford something because yeah. we're saving for something else. So that's kind of one side of it. Um, I guess another side of it is, you know, like I, I said earlier, is that adults really do, a lot of adults that I speak to are in like their 30s regret how much they spent to keep up with 
the latest trends and especially on things that they don't even remember what they had. They don't even remember all these things. You end up throwing it out. And we're so conscious as a society now how much we're spending and buying things. You know, there's a lot of campaigns about ethical fashion and making sure that brands are really sustainable and a lot of, um, yeah, just making sure that we're not spending, mind, uh, like not being mindful with our spending. It's, it's going to take time and it's completely understandable if it can feel really overwhelming, if your friends have got the latest gadgets or the latest clothes. And there will be times where you might be able to afford it and you say, oh, this time I am going to treat myself or I can afford it. Or maybe that's what you're saving up to. Mm-hmm. But there have to be times where it's a mindset thing. So you have to learn if you, if maybe if you put savings goals in place and you are just finding ways yourself to, whether that's turning off certain adverts on your Instagram or blocking certain ads, you know, things where you might feel that you're a bit, that's your weak spot. Try not to just scroll shopping on ASOS so that you're not then um, tempted just to spend money because you're looking at it. All little tricks like that that can help. But yeah, peer pressure is always going to be there. And it's just about learning how to find your own ways to not say no, but just learn how to handle it. And if you've got a budget, you can start to look at it and understand if you can or can't afford it. That's always really important too. Okay, so the last one, which I think, I mean, I didn't do this, but I feel like I should have. It's one of those regret ones. Should I start saving for uni? I think by the time students are kind of at GCSE-ish level, they are kind of thinking, okay, maybe I do want to go to uni and and all of that. So at what point should you start saving for uni, if ever? Well, I know you're going to say, yes, you should start saving for uni. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why you should is kind of just about what we spoke about in regards to being in the habit of understanding how to to handle money. Because I think what happens, um, I didn't go to university, but a lot of my friends did. And I know that what happened is they didn't really save, they didn't really budget or do much with their money. And then it came to them going off to uni and they ended up in a house with a bunch of people their age. They got either a grant or a loan from the government and they get lumped with this huge, what seems like a huge sum of money just in your bank account. Hmm. Okay, you know, off you go. And I know so many of them who didn't really know how to handle that amount of money. And within a really small period of time, they had spent it all and then they were back struggling it was it was more about the habit of being able to handle that money so that by the time you go to uni and maybe the government give you some money or even your parents give you money you know whatever however it works might work for you but you know that that money needs to make you last and you understand how to make that money last because you're like you've learned how to budget so when you're at GCC level and you're you, you've got um if you've started to get a job or you know however you have money if you can just start to put away a little bit, you don't need to think, oh, I need to have enough money to put me through uni because that'd be quite a lot. And that's obviously why the government grants and loans are there. But if you can start to save a little bit, like we are saying, getting into the habit of just putting away a five or a ten out, and that could be what your savings goal is. You're saying, I know my savings goal is that I want to go to uni. Um, and it might be that, you know, a lot of people go to uni and they get a job on the side. And it might be that it allows you by saving up it allows you to have a job where you don't have to work as many hours and you've got a bit more time to study or to go out with your friends. So I think if you can 
start getting into the habit because that's a, you know if you start when you're 16 you've got about two years of money handling before you you know you go off to uni on your own especially if you live away from home by the time that it comes to living on your own it doesn't feel scary because you've already got a little bit of money you already know how to save and if you get money you then know how what to do with it it's good to note as well when when you're in that position and you're at uni First of all, you don't actually get your loan through until you've registered with the uni. So you might have two, three days, maybe even a week of living at uni before you can even access your loan. So you've got to think about like, what are you going to do in that first week when... And that's when Freshers Week is, isn't it? You don't want to miss out on Freshers, guys. (laughs) No. Um, And, you know, people at university get very creative and they learn how to go out with £10 and make it last. Yeah, I did. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of my friends did. But if you can have that money sat there already, it just means that, do you know what? It gives you the freedom. It gives you the freedom to say, do I want to go to this Freshers night tonight? Yes or no? And it stops money being the thing stopping you doing things and if you learn how to um make your money you know saving and budgeting it just gives you a it it just makes it a little bit more enjoyable and it's not about the amount you have it's just about having that financial freedom is what I call it you get to make those decisions and I tell you the amount of people who go to university you know one of my friends I think she lived off of pot noodles for weeks because her loan had there, there'd been some problems with it, so it just got a bit held up. But she had barely any money because she hadn't saved anything, and her parents weren't in a position to give her any money. And you know, who wants to live off of pot noodles every single day? Like that would get boring. Yeah. <laughs> there is no national value, um, but you know, you don't want to have to do that. And if you've got a little bit of your own money, then yeah, you've got the freedom basically. And I think that's really important. And also, we all know that. Um, Uni is, you know, you obviously normally go for three years and a lot of, you know, people have amazing time, but you still have to study and hand in assignments and do work. And if you've got sort of money worries around that as well, it kind of makes it a bit harder to study or a bit harder to concentrate. Whereas if you are, you've already got those habits from being in school about how to handle money, then you're kind of one step ahead of the game, I think. Even if, even if you go to university and you've only managed to save like a hundred pounds or something is better than nothing I mean like and everyone has such a different experience at uni as well like Mm -hmm. I was quite lucky that my parents were able to help me out they gave me money for food every week my loan kind of covered my living expenses and I had a brain at least to know that I needed to pay rent but oh god that whatever was left over was gone absolutely yeah (laughs) Yeah, get enticed into like student overdrafts where it's interest free. Yeah. Like that like I lived out of my student overdraft. Yeah, and I know loads of people did. You know, I actually had a conversation with a friend recently who she's twenty, well, she's twenty five, so she's been out of uni a couple of years, and she's only just got out of her student overdraft because she literally lived in it and she got into such a habit of living in it. Yeah came natural and she she just yeah she just struggled to get back out of it and I think that the overdraft is there to help like you say if you can learn like it you know it's, it's, it might be inevitable and if you all you need to do is just make sure that you know 
how you're handling money. Like you say, you get money that comes in, you go, okay, well, I'm going to put this towards rent or, but yeah, the rest of it, you know, everybody does have different experiences and you just want to have, be able to have the best one for sure. hundred percent. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed that chat. You're welcome. I hope it's helped. I hope everyone listening has been able to take some sort of little tips and tricks away um to be able to yeah start budgeting or saving or thinking about savings goals um to make it a little bit easier as you said it's just it's good to start opening up that conversation about money no matter how kind of young you are because the earlier you get into the habit obviously the better you will be able to handle your money when you do go into a full-time job so I know some students might think oh there's no point listening to this because you know I don't even have a job yet or whatever but it's just so good to have an understanding of it of budgeting and savings and why it's so important because it just will help you in the long run and I know I said right at the start so many of my friends and just everyone in general has said you know I wish I'd have learned this in school it should be I mean, that's a whole other podcast that it should yeah. be curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just such a, it's such a good thing, an invaluable thing to, to have knowledge and an understanding of managing your money. So thank you so much for... You're for welcome. I hope you found this podcast useful and you're beginning to get a better understanding of money and how to manage it. It might not seem like something to worry about now, but remember what we said. The way you handle a fiver is the way you'll handle 5,000. Make sure you check out more of our money management episodes that will be out soon. Until then, I'm Miss Shaw with your favourite teacher. Thanks for listening. <laughs>